This episode is sponsored by By Eileen, mindful jewelry that elevates your energy, enhances your look, and makes every day feel magical. Welcome to Your Power with M Rose, the unfiltered behind the scenes of business, modern personal development, and creating your dream life. I am M Rose, and here we talk about all things business, life, relationships, mindset, and manifestation. So if you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. Happy Thursday, you beautiful thing, if it is Thursday that you are listening to this. If not, I hope whatever day it is, it is also happy and beautiful. I am recording this episode extremely rogue today. I have just gotten back from a journal session in the park and I'm feeling very inspired to just get into it, get into my day. I know that usually on a Wednesday, I kind of wait for the podcast episode to record it in the afternoon and then I edit it, but I really want to get into some creative things today. So I'm getting straight into the podcast and then straight into some content creation for the course. I'm so excited. I always feel so inspired when I do that stuff. So I'm so excited. I'm also this afternoon and tomorrow going to do a little Q&A on the course on my Instagram. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, like I said, I just got back from a journal session in the park. It has been an incredibly tough week. I am not going to sit here and lie to you. And I always feel that, you know, when I have had a tough week and I come on to record a podcast, I'm always like, oh my God, you know, no one is going to want to listen to me because all I talk about is creating my dream life and living my dream life. And, you know, I come on here and say how I've had a shitty week, (laughs) but law of duality. And the reason I have had a shitty week is because it's in the process of the creation of my dream life. The shitty week has come from a release, a loss of something, a removal of something from my life. And it's all a process. It's all a journey. It's the journey that we're all here for. So I'm not going to hold back on I'm always going to be transparent in the things that are going on in my life. I'm always going to be telling you guys what's going on and I'm going to be proud of everything that I'm going through and it is okay to have shitty weeks and it's okay to have shitty things happen because everything is in the process of creating that dream life. Everything is happening for a reason. So I'm not going to hide the things that aren't going well for me. Well, When I say going well, it's just in the moment that it feels like shit because I know this thing has happened because it needed to and because my life wouldn't be where I want it to be if I kept this situation in my life. So in the moment it feels shit, but I know it's for the end result. It's for the bigger picture. It is the universe removing something because it needs to be removed. So yeah. Anyway, what a long winded entry into this, (laughs) into this episode. 
I guess that kind of sums up how my week has gone, a little weekly update for you. Basically, this thing that I'm talking about is back on the topic of my relationship and the loss of that relationship. It has been stretched out end, basically. Um, It's been definitely a process of healing. It's been a process of letting go and understanding if it was the right decision and understanding if it is the right thing to do. And that kind of gave me the topic for today's episode because this is a podcast about the behind the scenes of business and relationships and modern personal development. So yeah, this this is what I'm going to talk about today. Before that, I mean, it in business-wise, it has been an incredible week. I just, I cannot fault the, the way that the business has run this week. I have just created so much in the business this week and I am really, really happy in terms of where the business is at right now. I am working really hard and the way I'm showing up to the business is you know, not completely how I want it because a lot of my energy has been spent on my personal life this week. But, you know, the one thing that has really kept me grounded and really kept me like super excited for what the business can actually be is the fact that so much of my energy has been spent on my personal life and my emotions this week and the business is absolutely thriving. So it's like, imagine now, now that my energy is going to be spent on my business and myself and my personal growth rather than my relationship and my heart and that situation, imagine what I can achieve. Like if that's how the business is going then, imagine, like look at the potential that this has. So that's definitely one belief that I have kept this week, one thing that I have kept in my mind this week. So yeah, it's been amazing. The studio has been super busy. The online store has been crazy. And yeah, I am super stoked with where the business is at right now. I have definitely had a lot of learnings the last week. I definitely wasn't prepared for a TikTok to go viral. I was wiped absolutely clean out of stock. Taught me so many things in terms of, again, this is where duality is coming in. I had all of these orders, consistent $1,000 days for the last like seven, eight days. And I didn't have things in place to, to make that process seamless. So the last few days I have been spending bettering my website and putting those processes in, in place, like putting better pre-order processes in place. Holy crap. That is a tongue twister. Pre-order processes in place. Um putting better pre-order processes in place, making sure that I have things on my website that is capturing every single person that goes onto my website, having things there where I can capture people's email addresses if things are out of stock, you know. So it's definitely been a massive learning. Um, I've changed up my website, changed everything around, and I'm very grateful for, you know, the things that I, I originally was like, oh, my God, you know, I should have had this in place, should have had that in place. I've lost so many customers because of this. But, you know, I have now learned it and I learned it because I had to. And yeah, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for all of the orders that came through. I just am in absolute shock. (laughs) And I'm very grateful that I could learn all of those things and put all of those things in place now. So 
every every day is a new learning opportunity. <laughs> so yeah, I guess what I wanted to talk about today is a little bit of how I'm handling heartbreak and some tips to handle heartbreak and some tips to go into healing, which can be adaptable to, you know, everyone, even if you are in a happy, healthy relationship. Um, some things I'm doing self-love wise, again, adaptable to everyone. And I wanted to talk about a new challenge I have come up with, which I am super excited about called the 111234 challenge. I came across this concept the other day and it's called the change curve. And I feel like this is super adaptable, whether you are implementing it into a heartbreak or losing a friend or, you know, something within a business, any kind of big change that is initially perceived as bad or sad or negative this this curve can really be applied to it. And it has helped me so much. And I feel like I have mentioned that I have been going through this heartbreak for a while. <laughs> um, a lot of that was because I was too scared to to give up on it. I was too scared to move on, and I was I had so many limiting beliefs about losing that that part of me, losing him, and losing my best friend, and losing that relationship because it has been a part of me for so long. It has been a part of my identity. And so I had so many limiting beliefs and I had my ego screaming at me, not wanting to move on. And I feel like that is a huge part of why I stayed in it for so long because I was scared. My ego was scared, even though I knew, I knew I needed to move on and I knew it couldn't be a part of me anymore. But the last kind of few weeks, I have been really beating myself up about it. I have been really feeling guilty. I have been really feeling angry. I have been really feeling upset with myself because A, you know, I I was scared. I had so many, and I'll go through this in a, in a minute, I had so many limiting beliefs and I was scared to be without him and I was scared to be without this relationship. But I feel like yeah, I was just beating myself up so much and I didn't realize how much energy that was taking from me. I didn't realize how much energy it was taking from me to, you know, have this thing on my shoulders, all of these thoughts beating myself up. And I guess uh, the biggest thing I have learned is just to be kinder, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself in the way that you handle things, be kind to yourself in the way that you need to feel things because beating yourself up and being upset with yourself and using so much energy on what you should be doing and not what you are doing, it drains you, right? It just drains you. And so that kind of is where I'm at with this change curve, right? So there are in this curve, there are seven stages. And again, you can adapt this to anything, any change that happens in your life. And basically it's, it's where your energy stands in this curve. So the first thing when this change happens is shock, right? You're in shock that something has changed, whether it is a sudden loss, whether it is just a sudden, a sudden change in this situation, you're in shock. Then you move into denial 
which is where I have been for a long time. Denial that it it can't be happening. Denial that it shouldn't be. It's not right that this is happening. It's not right. It's not happening even. The next stage was is anger. So you start to feel really angry about it all. You start to feel hard done by and and you and you start to feel like why is this happening to me? Why is why is this happening to me, right? My anger was within how can I have done so much for this and this is happening, right? The anger comes out. And then the fourth stage is depression. And I feel like in the last kind of week or two weeks, this is where I have hit. All of the kind of four stages, the shock, the denial, anger, and depression, that is where the emotion is. That's where the emotions come out. And it's so important to feel emotions when you go through this change, whatever change it might be. It is so important. You, you, I have told you so many times how important it is to feel emotions in general, but especially with this change curve, go through the emotions, go through however you need to feel. So I feel like in the last kind of week to two weeks, it's I've been in the depression stage. And I feel like that that stage has been a lot harder than the first three stages. It's harder than anger. It's harder than denial. It's harder than shock because I started to just feel nothing. I just started to just feel empty. I had nothing left in me anymore. And it was here where I had I spent the most energy because what I was doing in the last two weeks, I was in this stage of, of having nothing left. Like I had no fight left in me. I had no fight for the relationship. I had no fight left for him because I was just, I had nothing. I had given so much and I had given so much to the the first three stages of this this breakdown of this relationship. And so in this stage, it was like all of my energy was going towards having this weight on my shoulders. Just so much energy output that was happening because I was I was saying all of these things, but I was so terrified to make that decision. I was so terrified to make the call. I was getting angry with myself. I was getting frustrated with myself. And it was just, there was just so much energy output that I was just, I was struggling to get out of bed in the morning. I was struggling to to function. I was struggling to be present in my business. I'm I was struggling to to give myself the basic needs. I'm I was really struggling to just look after myself because that energy, there was so much energy focusing on this stage, right? And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to do all of these things, but I feel like this this was the hardest stage of all because I didn't have anything left. I didn't have any anger left. I didn't have shock left. I didn't have any fight left. I was just left feeling upset with myself, feeling nothing, just feeling so empty. And so that's where I really needed to to look at the next stage of this change curve. And when I came across this curve, it was so such a change in my the way that I thought. It was such a change in what I was able to do because I feel like when you can see the next stage 
of the curve, when you can see the next stage, you can actually start to push yourself towards that stage. You can actually start to do the things you need to do because you know that's the next stage you should be in rather than going, okay, I feel depressed. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know what's next. I don't know how to how to push myself. And you can be in this, this curve. You can be in these stages for as long as you need to be. I feel like the first three stages I have been, four even, I have been in for the last two and a half years. And that's okay, right? Because we can, we all do things at our own pace. It might take you a few weeks. It might take you a few months. It might take you a few years to get through this change. And once I found this curve as well, I really started to apply it to everything that happened, you know, the, the sudden change in when I left my job, right? That I'm still, I, I think, in stage three. Like I'm still in anger stage with that. So it really is you can apply it to anything. So I've gone through shock, denial, anger, depression. The next stage is experimentation. I am just quickly interrupting this episode to remind you that the VIP waitlist for the Step Into Your Power course is officially open. I'm going to spend eight weeks with you helping you to understand every single tool that you need to know to create your dream life. We're going to go through the science of manifestation, understanding your subconscious mind, going through all of the universal laws and the energy, how to reprogram your mind, understand how to get clear on your vision for your life, and then most importantly, how to execute. Joining the VIP waitlist is going to get you early access to enrollment, which is super important because we will be cutting off the number of seats we have for each round. You're also going to get special access to exclusive offers and there might be some potential discounts in there as well. So make sure you join the VIP waitlist by clicking on the link in the show notes and get ready for enrollment on the 1st of March. Now, the first thing you think of (laughs) when I saw this experimentation word, when you think about it in terms of a breakup, it's like the scariest word of all time because the first thing that comes to my head is experimentation with other people. (laughs) And there is no way I am ready for that or ever see that in my foreseeable future. But what I actually adapted experimentation to was experimenting on the things that make me feel better. And it's it's actually looking at acceptance and it's looking at forgiveness and it's looking at beginning to heal. So the actual change in this scientific curve is called experimentation, but what I see it as is acceptance, finding things that make me feel better, finding things that are going to be able to help me move forward finding forgiveness and actually accepting that it's time to heal. And I know that it's time to heal and I know that it's time to forgive and I know that it's time to accept because of all of these thoughts that I have had. Because the minute I said I'm allowed to want more and I'm allowed to want more from my life and that I don't have anything left for this relationship anymore, I don't have anything left energetically to give him, I knew it was time to move on. And the minute I made that call, it was like this huge weight 
was lifted off my shoulders. I suddenly found reasons to get out of bed again. I suddenly found ways to make myself feel better because this energy that I was spending on that tough decision, that decision was was made and I was ready to move on. I was ready to experiment with things that were going to make me feel better. And something I found was actually taking my journal to the park, going for a walk with Douglas, sitting down at the end of our walk. Douglas is tired, so he relaxes. I sit down and I journal under a tree and I have a coffee that from the coffee van at the park. And that is a simple thing that I discovered made me feel good and made me feel like I wanted to get out of bed and, and I got excited to do that. And I knew that I was then, and this is only fresh, like I'm talking two days I knew then that, that that energy now I can revert into my healing. I can revert into, in quotation marks, and experimentation. But for me, that experimentation is finding things that make me feel good about myself, finding things that I can do to accept the situation, to begin my healing and look at forgiveness. And uh, something that's very different about this time moving, trying to move forward from this relationship is that we didn't end it in a fight. We didn't end it in anger. I didn't end it trying to convince myself that I, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) I didn't end it trying to convince myself that I hate him, that I was angry. I accepted. I was in this new stage, right? And with that comes forgiveness. And forgiveness is is huge. Forgiveness is understanding why this happened, understanding what caused this change in your life to happen, whether it is forgiving a person, whether it is forgiving the circumstances, whether it is forgiving yourself. If this change is something that you feel like you may have caused, it's about no longer beating yourself up anymore because it happened. It's about no longer beating yourself up for staying in this situation for so long. It's forgiving everything you can about the change so that you can move forward. So that's the stage that I am in now. It's acceptance. It is finding things that I can start healing and it's forgiveness, forgiving myself, forgiving the situation, forgiving him, forgiving everything surrounding this. After experimentation comes decision and then the last stage is integration. And I feel like decision kind of is mixed in with what I was just talking about. It's the decision on what you're going to do moving forward. It's the decision on, you know, deciding to find things that are right for you, finding things in how you're going to heal. It is staying solid with the decision in the change. It's staying solid with the change being the right thing for you. And then the last stage is integration. And integration I see as, you know, rebuilding and you're back up, right? You're back up to the top of the curve and it's it's like a restart. And what you're integrating into your life is all of these things you've learned in the experimentation stage that have made you feel better and you are putting that into 
your new life, your new life after this change. It doesn't mean that you are completely healed. It doesn't mean that you're, you have to be okay before you reach that stage. It just means that you have gone through the phases. You have allowed yourself to feel all of the emotions. You have allowed yourself to experiment with things that make you feel better. And you've allowed yourself to find ways that you can move forward and you can heal yourself. And you're now at a stage where you can just continue on with that. So like I said, I am in the kind of acceptance and and beginning to heal stage right now. And I don't know how long I'm going to be in this for, but what I do know is that I am going to use this stage to fall in love with myself again. It's not about finding anyone else. It's not about finding another relationship. It's about putting my energy back into me and my growth and my development and my business and really having that focus so that I can begin to move into that integration stage and continue on with my life and continue on with the life that I'm building for myself. Where that piece of my identity I have now lost, I am finding something to rebuild in its place. So to go over the curve again, and I will post the curve um, tomorrow on Instagram when this episode comes out so that you guys can refer to it whenever you need. Because like I said, it's more than just for losing a relationship or, or a, losing a romantic partner. You can you can implement it to any change that happens in your life. So the energetic stages in this change curve are shock, denial, anger, depression, experimentation, decision, and integration. So what I have put into the stage that I am in now, my, my healing, is a challenge, right? A challenge that I have created because I just kind of took a look at my days and I realized how much, not only just because I have been feeling so low, but because I have been, the, the, the waking moments that I have been able to function and, and have been, you know, it comes back to the last episode. I have, I have looked at my burning desire and that has allowed me to work in my business. But in terms of my personal growth, every time it comes to taking my attention and my energy off my business, I feel really low again. So I created a challenge for myself to implement into every day. And it's really simple, but it really feels like I'm going to bring back those those basic needs back into my life. I'm going to bring back the things that I need to make me feel happy mentally, physically, emotionally, in every way. And it's really simple. So I created the 111234 challenge. And I feel like this challenge can be done by anyone. I really, really recommend that you jump onto this challenge with me because it is so simple. And, you know, it's going to give you that sense of, of focusing on one little thing on every aspect of your life every single day. And it's a really just simple way to make sure you are giving yourself the best chance every day. Now, the 111234 challenge is every day I'm going to do one thing for my body, one thing for my mind and one thing for my soul. I'm going to drink two liters of water. I'm going to make sure I have at least three serves of fruit and vegetables every day. And I'm going to practice gratitude on four different things every single day. 
So one thing for my body can be a long walk in the park with Douglas. It can be a gym session. It can be a stretch at home a little yoga workout at home. It is one thing to to move my body every single day. One thing for my mind is going to be something like journaling. It's going to be something like meditating, listening to a podcast, learning something, doing a module in my course or reading a educational book or something like that. And then one thing for my soul essentially means I want to do something for me every day, something that makes me feel good, whether that be eating ice cream after dinner or cleaning my house, you know, creating a, a nice clean environment for myself or going and getting my nails done or going and getting a massage or going and buying myself a new outfit, right? something to make me feel good. Two liters of water, pretty straightforward. (laughs) Just making sure that the minimum amount of water I'm drinking every day is two liters. Three serves of fruit and vegetables. And again, that might seem super simple, but like I said, I was just really limiting giving myself my basic needs every day. So three serves of fruit and vegetables every day. And then four practices of gratitude every day. And what that's going to be is every night I'm going to sit in bed and I am going to write down four things that I am grateful for from that particular day. So I'm not going to be broad about it. I'm going to write down from that day four things that I'm grateful for, four things that went really well for me that day. And what I'm going to do is actually I've bought myself a new fresh journal and every single day at the end of every day, I'm going to make sure I write down the one thing I did for my body, the one thing I did for my mind, the one thing I did for my soul, tick off the two liters of water I had, write down where I ate the three fruit and veg and write down my four pieces of gratitude. And so that way I'm keeping myself accountable. I know that I'm ticking off my day and I'm going to bed knowing that I did show up for myself that day. I did show up for that challenge that day. So that is a really fun challenge that you can implement into every day just to make sure that you are giving yourself something for your body, something for your mind, something for your soul, and you're really giving yourself the kind of minimum to make yourself feel good every single day because that's all it takes, right? Feeling gratitude, giving yourself something that you're going to enjoy, looking after your body, looking after your mind. And it is really, really simple challenge that you can do. So do let me know if you do decide to start that challenge. I will be doing it on TikTok as well. So I'm going to actually use that to keep myself accountable, use it as like a little journal for myself and yeah, post every day the things that I am doing on TikTok for making up the 111234. Now, the last thing I wanted to go through was a few kind of journal prompts and things that I'm doing to look at, you know, my healing and my self-love. Because I have had a lot of messages from people who are kind of going through the same thing. And also this is an episode that I feel like, you know, when, when I'm going through, you know, wanting to learn more about my healing, I always kind of go back to episodes that um you know, give practical tips like this. So I hope that it can be a help for those people that have been messaging me. But there's a few things that I have been doing to kind of help myself change my thoughts and change the way that I am dealing with this. You guys know that I am very scientific and I'm very focused on how the brain actually works. So what I'm actually doing is really trying to rewire 
the way that I think and the way that my brain is processing what's going on. The first thing I found really helpful was having a journal prompt that basically I could write down everything that I can now do that I couldn't do if I was still in that relationship or everything that can happen now that I am not in that relationship. And I know everyone's first thought would be, oh, I can, you know, be with other people. And I can tell you right now, that is not even on my mind. That is not something that I want. That is not that's actually a one of the scary thoughts for me. So that's not what I'm focusing on here. What I'm focusing on is things like I can set myself a routine that I can follow every single day that's not going to be thrown by him being here, right? Not that I ever was upset about that. Not that I was ever upset that, you know, he was here and he was ruining my night, but just little things like, If he was here, I wouldn't get to journal at night. I wouldn't get to do my gratitude at night. I wouldn't read my book at night because we would just kind of stay up and watch TV and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm changing my belief to, you know, now I can jump into bed early and do my gratitude and journal and, you know, not worry about someone being next to me while I'm doing it. And I can, I can listen to a meditation out loud and not worry about keeping him awake, things like that. So it's not about, you know, like I said, I have no anger. I have no resentment. It's not about being like, oh my God, I can do so much now that he's not around. It's about finding things that I, I can do for myself that I couldn't do before. Even little things like my skin the last two weeks has just been breaking out nonstop because of the stress and the the way I was feeling and not looking after myself. So, you know, one of the things was that now that that is removed, that stress and those thoughts are removed and that energy is no longer there, my skin's going to clear up because I'm not so stressed anymore. (laughs) So just things like that. Another thing that I have been doing is actually the scientific way to, you know, rewire your brain. We know that the more that we think about certain things, the more that we are firing certain neurons and thoughts in our brain, the stronger those neurons are going to be. So what I'm doing is I am finding that whenever I am thinking about certain things, so if I think about, you know, a happy memory or something we planned for the future that can no longer happen now or, you know, something positive that makes me sad and miss him and miss the relationship, I will instantly make myself change that thought to think about something else. So let's say, for example, you know, we talked about going to the snow this year. And let's say that thought comes into my head and I think about the two of us at the snow. I will then quickly revert that thought and I will I will picture myself by myself at the snow or with a friend or I'll picture myself on a different holiday. You know, I'll think about the holiday that Ash and I are going to take to Bali or I will I will just quickly change that thought. So it's a, it's really making yourself really self-aware about the thoughts that are coming into your mind and just being able to rewire them into thoughts about, you know, something else. And I find it really helpful to think about something similar. So you're not completely changing and really having to work really, really hard to change that thought, 
But let's say, you know, I'm thinking about the house we always talked about building. We always talked about what this house was going to look like and where it was going to be on the lake, this beautiful location. And whenever I think about that, I will just change that thought and I will I will put the thought of me being in that house in my brain and, and it's my house and I've, I've built it and I've, you know, put the things that I want to put in there and I am creating the space that I want to create, right? So it's not a complete shift in the way that you're thinking it's just a slight change to really rewire how your brain thinks about that thought. The same thing goes for back when I was talking about the thoughts that, you know, scare me, thoughts like what if he finds someone else or I don't want to I don't want to meet anyone else, I don't want to be with anyone else, you know, I'm scared to date again, I am scared to be alone. Instead, now when I have those thoughts, I will turn it into loving beliefs and loving thoughts. So, you know, if I think about the thought of him being with someone else, I'm going to change that thought into being really happy for him and really happy that he was able to find someone that he could give his love to. And it's still upsetting, of course, but it is changing that limiting and negative thought into a loving thought and giving my loving energy to that thought. Or, you know, the scary idea of going into the dating world again. Like, I I, I don't even want to, like, I couldn't, I can't even think about it. I can't even think about being with anyone else. But when the thought comes up of, oh my God, like being with someone else scares the shit out of me. I think about, you know, the times at the start of our relationship when things were so exciting and things were so happy and things were so good and how much we experienced and the love that was there. And before I met my, this partner, you know, I had that thought before my partner before him made me very scared to go and meet someone else. But then I met him and, and things were magic. So if that can happen once it can happen again. So as you can hear, (laughs) like I said, it just because you move through the stages of change in the change curve doesn't mean that those emotions are suddenly gone. It doesn't mean that those, you know, you're, you're in the stage, right? You're, you're in one stage and then you're in the next and you're in the next. It's a journey and it's a process, but it's about being aware of where you are in that curve and being aware of how you're talking to yourself and how you're looking after yourself and giving yourself the time and the space that you need, giving yourself the time to heal and the tools to heal and the time to feel emotions, not forcing yourself to be in a stage that you're not ready for, not forcing yourself to stop being angry, not forcing yourself to move into integration before you're ready. It's about following your heart, following the way that you need to feel, but being self-aware and giving yourself the understanding that you need throughout the whole process. So for anyone that is going through a big life change, whether it is heartbreak, whether it is the loss of a friend, whether it is the loss of a job, whether it is anything that you are feeling like you are moving through the motions of the change curve, just know that it is going to get better and you have the power to look after yourself and you have the power to understand yourself and give yourself whatever it is that you need to move through the change. And I hope that this episode helped. And as always, 
you know where to find me if you do need to talk or you need some help with some journal prompts or you have any more questions about how to move through the process of change and move through the process of healing and move through the process of falling back in love with yourself again. If you do join the 111234 challenge with me, please let me know. I am super excited to have people join it with me so we can keep each other accountable. But other than that, that is all from me today. Thank you so much for being here as always. I am so grateful for you. These Recording these episodes, especially at a time like this, is so therapeutic to me and I'm so grateful that you are on the other end and I genuinely feel like you are my friend (laughs) and you give me a reason to be able to sit here and talk about this and talk about my experiences and give you the tools to help and inspire you as well. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how grateful I am that you are here. If you loved this episode, the best thing to do would be to share it with a friend. Be that person who encourages others to step into their power too. Make sure you are following on all of the platforms listed for you in the show notes, subscribed on Apple or Spotify, and in the closed Facebook group community too. And I will chat to you next week.